Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello. How are you? I am good, thanks. How about you? I'm good. Thank you for tuning in with me so early in the morning. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it, it's 7.31 a.m. Um, in Sydney, Australia. Yeah, um, but it's, it's great. I'm really excited um, to be speaking to you and doing this podcast. Yeah. I'm excited to be speaking with you too. It looks like we have some like fun questions on the docket today. So I'll start with an introduction to everybody listening. Hello, welcome to the latest Coffee Talk. Today I am interviewing the lovely Emily, who's tuning in from Australia. Today we're going to talk about lots of things from travel to relationships and just everything in between. So I'm going to start out with a few of my own questions, but first and foremost, would you like to give an introduction? Just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yep. Um, I'm Emily. Uh, I live in Sydney, Australia. I've been living here. It's my ninth year in Australia. Originally, uh, I was born and grew up in Hong Kong. So I've been living here for um, in Sydney yeah, for a while and I'm pretty much um, living here long term. I work as a high school teacher, a substitute teacher. I really love to travel, so that's why I do like substitute teaching work because I work on my own schedule. I've been to around 38 countries now and I just want to keep traveling, yeah. Oh my gosh, 38 countries, that's amazing. That's so much. <laughs> okay, so I guess my first question would be then, how's your experience been traveling overseas? Like, tell me your favorite place you've been and what your experience has been like with all that travel. Like I mentioned, I've been to 38 countries and it, it started because um, my parents, they are both teachers. 
and um, so the whole family we all we all work as teachers. During every school holiday, um, my parents will take me on holiday and we will travel overseas. Most school holidays, we'll pick a destination and we'll go together. Started working, I just um, went with um, either with family, friends, or solo. Uh, one of the cities, uh, my favorite cities, would be like London, Dubai, and even uh, New York. I really love big cities, and um, these are one of my favorite destinations. Where was the first place you ever traveled to? Yeah, the first city country I've been to Singapore. I think I was uh, one year old or younger than one year old, maybe a few months old, and uh, my parents took me there. So I don't remember too much. But the thing I remember the most about that trip was actually being on the plane. Uh, a lady gave me an F. That's all I remember about the trip. That's amazing. You can remember yeah. anything from that young. Uh, so yeah. did you get your travel bug from your parents? Like, do your parents travel a lot? Yeah, um, particularly my mom. She really loves to travel. She's really adventurous. She, she will tell me about all these crazy trips she will go on. They were, they were a bit dangerous, like a bus up a really steep mountain and the rocks would fall off the mountain and it was not very developed. So she would, the whole people, everyone on the bus would have to get off and remove the rocks from the mountain. And it was not safe, but uh, she just loved it a lot. I'm pretty sure um, I got uh, influenced by her and I, I just like to travel a lot, yeah. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, mm. your mom sounds like such a fun time. Yeah. Okay, so initially, so I've met you through the Coes memberships and you mentioned that you had a really fun story about an experience or you actually traveled to meet somebody online. Do you want to yeah, tell me about yeah, that yeah. story? It's crazy because um, I actually met three guys overseas, uh, flew overseas three times to meet that guy. First time was I flew to Miami to meet this person. So we've been talking for a long time. Uh, actually, we started talking around 2012, around that time. I was still in Hong Kong at that time. I haven't moved to Australia. He lived in New York at that time. I just randomly saw him on my friend's Facebook list and my friend doesn't even recognize who he is. I sent him a message on private message on Facebook and we started talking. We got along really well and we would talk for um, like two hours every single day for two years. And we talked for many years on and off. 2017, I made a decision to fly all the way. He moved to Miami from New York. So I flew all the way to Miami to see him. I actually took my mom as well. I didn't really expect much from that because um, he, we did mention we wanted to have a future together. We were not too serious about it, but uh, we had we wanted to meet first. So uh, we met in Miami. He was really busy working. And on the day he, uh, he was free to meet me, I actually had to join a local, like a tour to Bahamas from Miami. So we ended up only meeting for 30 minutes. And this guy drove me around Miami and we only meeted around 30 minutes. It was a bit unfortunate, but um, at least we met up and we still talk to you today. We still talk to you today. That's the first story I had. And the second time was actually quite recent. In 2019, there was this guy from who lives in London. He um, saw me on Twitter and then he decided to message me. And then we started talking. And then I told him oh, I was actually planning to move to London at that time to for work. I was working in London for one year. But then after I moved to London, he told me he was actually not in London anymore. He was working in Nigeria. I'm half Nigerian and then he was half British, half Nigerian. So he said he was working in Nigeria and I thought, okay, um, that's really bad timing because I was in London for one year and he was in Nigeria for one year for work. But anyway, we kept talking and then I moved back to Australia. I was, yeah, I was in Australia. I moved back to Australia and then and he told me he was back in London. I thought that was a bit strange. We kept talking and then um, last November, I made the decision to fly all the way back to London just to see him. So it wasn't even for a holiday. I was alone. I traveled all the way back to London to see him. And turns out he told me that he wanted to start a relationship. But when I went there, he wanted nothing serious with me. He even said he was busy with work. He couldn't meet me. But um, I said, I told him, look, I'm already in London. Why don't we just meet? So we did meet, but we uh, only had like a brief chat. And then we, it turned into an argument. He just left and we, uh, we never met again till now. We don't even talk anymore. He actually blocked me on all my social media. It was really crazy.
um yeah it was really crazy um yeah i i don't really have much luck in my dating life but i keep trying <laughs> now nowadays um dating is a lot of dating life is online it's just really hard but um yeah i do have a third story about going overseas so i haven't given up so the first story is also recent it's actually um, i went to turkey um istanbul turkey for um, new year's eve i went to a folk party one of the reasons i went there was mainly to travel but also to meet a guy i was talking to since 2015. he sent me a message on facebook he said oh, i i look cute he wants to know me more so we started talking for a bit on and off since 2015 and i thought okay um i'm going to turkey might as well just meet this person we ended up meeting for a coffee we had the chat and but that's about it he said he wants to come to australia to see me but I don't think it's happening. It doesn't sound very serious about it, but um, at least I met him. The thing about these three experiences is that I've been talking to these three guys for a long time. And I think if, if I met them once, at least once, I will find out whether they actually want to be serious with me. And if they don't, at least, you know, it's, it's a way to um, let me have a closure if it's not going to work out, you know? At least I met them and I had a chat. It's kind of like a closure for me. And if it doesn't work out, at least, yeah, we can still be friends or if we don't talk, I got the closure. And it's nice too, like especially meeting people online to finally be able to put a face to them as well. So like, yeah. like for instance, in any of those experiences, was the person that you met not really who they said they were? Yeah, they weren't. I think I need to stop. A lot of people, and I do. I used to agree that I'm um, going online dating or even meeting people online. You have more choices of who you want to meet. And it's kind of like a shortcut of who you want to meet instead of searching in real life. But I've come to realize that it's actually better to be old school and meet people in real life because really get to know the person, who they really are. And when you talk to them, if they have intentions, you can you can spot it earlier on. I, I'm not saying you can't meet people online, but it's better to meet people in real life. And if you meet online, it's better to um, actually have a plan you actually want to meet because they, they anything they say might not act, they might not actually mean it. It's quite different. There's still a chance you can um, work out. But it's, I think it's more easy to um, meet people in real life. You said you've solo traveled a lot, right? Have you ever met somebody, friendship even, like friends or people that could have been love interests? Like, have you ever met somebody naturally through traveling that you didn't know before from online? Yes, with my travels, I travel a lot and I do work overseas sometimes. I actually worked in Toronto before, short time for a few months. And I've worked in London for a year, like I mentioned. And I have met people there, but for it to work out, um, it's like any long distance relationship. One person will have to make a move to another country to work, make it work out. With me, my lifestyle, I think I, I will definitely keep traveling. I, I will either have to meet someone that they believe in my travels or would also love to travel as well. I can meet someone who also love to travel. We can either travel together or maybe eventually settle in one city or multiple cities even. Yeah, so that will be perfect. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. But I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. I was just going to say, I feel like you need to find yourself a travel bug with you so that you can yeah. both bounce around <laughs> in the world together. <laughs> yeah, okay, so tell me about your experience with solo travel. Do you prefer to travel alone or do you prefer to travel with other people? It's quite interesting because at the beginning, I thought um, I would love to travel with other people. I thought I couldn't travel solo. I think traveling solo is difficult and it's a bit more boring because um, you have no one to talk with, no one to laugh with, and no one can take pictures for you. So I thought it was going to be very boring and very challenging. When I uh, worked in Canada for a few months in Toronto, 2015, it was around 2015, I worked there for a few months and just traveled by myself. I found that traveling solo is actually a lot more exciting and fun. And you will have a lot more freedom when you travel solo because you literally can have your own plans. You can change your plans last minute. It's just a lot of freedom and even self-love you can feel during traveling solo because you take a lot of, you take care of yourself a lot more when you're by yourself. I fell in love with traveling solo and ever since I've traveled solo a lot. I travel solo more than traveling with other people now nowadays. And it's true too, because you have to take extra care of yourself when you're traveling alone, not just because you're alone, but also too, like as a woman, you have to make sure that you're like taking care of yourself and you're aware of your surroundings and like you've got backup plans. And it is nice when you're alone as well, that if you're just like, oh, I'm gonna go to a park today or I'm gonna go try this restaurant, you don't really have to pass it by anybody. You can just kind of go. Where's your favorite place? that you've solo traveled? Yeah, I think the favorite place of solo travel, mm, that's a really good question. I've traveled to many places solo, but I think my favorite would be Europe. Yeah, I've, I've been to Europe many times by myself because when I was working in London, basically all my travels were solo because I would work Monday to Friday as a substitute teacher and then I would travel to Europe during weekends and come back um, like I will fly really early Saturday, come back Sunday night and work again on Monday. It was quite exhausting, but um, it, I think it was really worth it because it was really fun. If I had to pick a country, I'd say Iceland. I know you've been to Iceland before. It's really beautiful there. You, yeah, you know, it was really beautiful. I got a day off from work for one day and I, I traveled there for only three days. I made full use of those three days. And it was one of the best trips I went on around Europe that year. Um, it was really pretty there. Yeah. What month did you go to Iceland? Were you able to see I the think it was around, uh, around March. Did you see yeah, Northern Lights? 
Yeah, I was trying to see the northern lights, but then uh, because of the weather, weather wasn't so good, so I couldn't see it. And I was only there for two nights. I couldn't see it, see the northern lights. I couldn't end up seeing it. Mm. I think I will definitely have to go somewhere else to see it again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Iceland's that place that's worth going back to for sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's talk about like self-care, love, and relationships. So... How important is self-care and love to you, especially through all of these experiences of putting yourself out there? Like, how what has what has it taught you about yourself? I think with self-care, um, one of the ways I do self-care is journaling. I would journal, and I like to um, so I do weekly planning, and uh, I journal a lot. I've actually been journaling since I was around nine years old. Basically, been a really strong habit I've developed throughout all these years. If you look at the back here, I actually have a, like a lot of journals. I have even more under my bed because I've been journaling for so many years. I have more than one type of journal, like a daily journal, and I do other stuff like planning, health journals, well-being journals, um, travel journals. So I have lots of types of journals I have. That's why I have so many notebooks that, um, behind me. I think with journal, it's really a therapeutic. I write down my thoughts. And I write down my plans, direction of where I want to go, and it really um, pacifies me in that way. Do you document all of your travels in your journaling as well? Yeah, I do. Actually, I also I actually have a YouTube channel. Um, it's a small channel, but um, I record all my travels and put it on my YouTube channel as well. And I share the links to my friends and family basically because um, I like to record all my travels and have and um, it's a good memory for myself to have as well. Having video documentation of the places you go is so fun because then you can go back and like revisit it anytime you want. So it's like having a video journal, really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's your self care routine like? Like when you're traveling and then also when you're home, how how often do you have self-care days? I try to schedule one day a week. I've only recent years found that I, I actually really enjoy bubble baths. Like I get a bath bomb, put it in the bathtub, and I put on my Spotify playlist, um, jazz music, and when I do bubble baths, and I will um, get a drink and then sit in the bathtub, moisturize my, moisturize my face afterwards, journal, plan for the week. So um, that's a typical day I have for myself. We sure as a weekend usually, yeah. So when you're traveling, do you bring the same self-care routine with you? Yeah, when I'm traveling, yeah, usually I, I will do the same. I like a bathtub in the hotel. I'll do that. If not, I'll just put music and and just maybe sing in the shower. It's it's really nice to do that. Yeah, as a nice to do that. Yeah, even at home. Tell me, what are your next travel plans? Do you have any? Yeah, I actually just came back two weeks ago, one or two weeks ago from uh, Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. I sheltered my parents the whole trip. I, I paid for the whole trip. We went together to Gold Coast for three days and it was really relaxing. Uh, I think my next trip would be probably another trip within Australia because right now it's really hard to travel overseas. And, um, you either have a quarantine or you need a lot of paperwork. I still have plans to travel in uh, one or two much time to overseas i haven't decided where yet yeah how about you kaylin do you uh, have any plans to um travel at all well i mean i still have tickets to australia sitting somewhere and i was supposed to go to the gold coast but then pandemic hit so i would love to make it to australia eventually once it's a bit safer to travel restrictions here are pretty hard as well in canada but there's so many places i would love to go i Italy is definitely on the top of my list. I've always wanted to go to New Zealand as well. Have you been? Because it's pretty close to Australia. Yeah, I've been there. uh, I've been there twice. One to North Island and one to 
uh, South Island. Once they opened, I actually wanted to work there for a few, a few months just to experience the culture there, the immobile culture and life culture, uh, life in general there. I just want to experience a bit more of New Zealand because it's so close to Australia, but it's not really the same country. So uh, I want to maybe work there for a short time just to experience a bit more. So beautiful. Yeah. And there's so much to explore within Australia too, which is nice for Yeah, you. definitely. Do you have any questions that you want to go over today? I actually want to ask you one question if that's all right. Have you tried online dating? And what's, what's one of a brave, really bravest decision you've made in your life? Can you share that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've definitely tried online dating. I agree with you. I had to stop using Tinder because I definitely felt that it wasn't as genuine. I had dated quite a bit when I was living in Toronto and I was using online dating to meet some people and then also meeting some people, like you said, like at events or when I was out and you know, you just kind of bump into somebody and there's a little bit of chemistry there. When I moved away from the city that I met my now boyfriend, and so luckily I'm off the dating scene, thank gosh. Yeah. I find online dating to be so much more, it's like you said, it's, it's easier, but it's difficult at the same time. It's easier to meet people, but it's difficult to meet or make long lasting relationships. Like you kind of have to find that diamond in the rough. And there's a lot of rough that you kind of have to dig through to find the diamonds. And so I've met great people online, but it's just, it's nice when you finally find somebody, you could be like, okay, I'm done with the, I'm done with the online dating now. But I think it's great that you're putting yourself out there and meeting people in person. Cause I think that that is one of the best ways to meet people. But our generation is kind of getting, we're kind of missing that because of, well, not only the time that we're living in, but also online dating has become almost the new norm. And then my bravest, did you say my bravest choice, bravest decision? Oh, that would be tough. I think one of the bravest things would have been leaving Toronto, but also when I moved to Toronto. So both of those moves, they were very spontaneous, specifically when I moved from my hometown to the city. That one happened in like two weeks. But then again, I, I had to take that brave, courageous step to leave the city and move about four and a half hours away to the countryside now. And that took a lot of guts at the time as well because I loved the city and I loved the energy of the city and I loved going around and like being able to travel all the time and just all of the accessibility of the city when I was living there. So it felt really risky to make that decision. I wasn't sure if I was going to love it. And I had to like pack up my life by myself because it was during the pandemic. And that definitely felt like one of the braver decisions I had to make in recent years. Prior to that, it was probably solo travel. I think the very first time anybody solo travels is such a brave step, but when you take it, it feels so liberating. You go and you're like, wait, I'm free. Like I can do this. So that was also probably one of my braver choices too, specifically when I went over to Thailand because that was such a long trip by myself. Wow, that's amazing, yeah. And it's really fun. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. What about you? What do you? What is the bravest decision you've ever made? Um, I think the bravest decision I made was flying overseas to meet those guys. It was a bit impulsive decision. I would almost say it's a bit selfless, especially when I flew to London. Um, that guy because I've been talking to him for a long time, and I just felt like um I had to see him. I literally flew all the way to London just for one reason and to see him. And um, turns out we had an argument and he doesn't even want to give me a chance anymore. So that was quite disappointing, but I thought I was really brave. To be honest, I cried during the whole trip in London. I stayed there for only four days just to meet him and I cried. I only met him for like an, um, maybe one hour or a bit and he left and then I cried the whole trip. And even when I flew back to Australia, I cried for another week. 
and I told all my friends how disappointed I was. But I I was really brave to go all the way just to see him. And I think I did what I had to do. And I feel like I had my closure. I don't regret. Yeah. And you had to, right? Like you had to go see for yourself. So it yeah. sucks that you cried. I'm sorry you had to cry. He lost out. I think you're amazing. So his loss. But it's nice that you went and you took care of yourself. And you even let yourself be sad and disappointed because you're right. Now you have that closure. And you're like ready for the right person to come in yes, now. Definitely. I think they're going to come. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Caitlin. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me interview you today. It was so lovely to talk to you. I have Wonderless now. I want to go on all these trips. Hopefully yeah, we're both able to travel soon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Big thank you for coming on for the Coffee Talk. I've so enjoyed our talk today. If anybody wants any of your information, I'll be sure to leave it all in the description box so everyone can come check them out. Would you mind sharing your travel vlogs if I can share? Yeah, it'll be great to share. Um, tra um, maybe um, my Instagram and YouTube channel. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Of course. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll put both of those in the description box. And to everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. And I will talk to you guys all very soon. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it. 
but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts.